Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther coming to you live from the live s- live. Live, live, from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey. No chill, Prano. Hello, live audience. Live, live brings a whole new energy. I like it. I feel like I'm talking directly to people. It's funny. You say the live thing doesn't affect you for the audio, and here it has already. Yeah. Well, not for the audio. It doesn't affect me for the audio. It affects me for the great YouTube connection. Hello, YouTube. There you go, Frano. Yeah, it's you're, fantastic. You're back. I'm back. It's good to be back. How was the not trip? Not really. <laughs> Tahoe is fantastic. Well, what do you what mean a, not really? What a beautiful. What do you mean what not a beautiful, really? Natural, like wonder Lake Tahoe is. Gorgeous. Uh, this is the first time I really did any exploring of like the outer lake areas. Yeah. Uh, usually I hang around South Lake Tahoe where all the casinos and degenerates are. Last time I was there. In the summer, I golfed pretty much every day. This time, I just golfed one day, and then I went exploring. Took my lady for a hike. I saw there was a lovely waterfall. There's a lovely waterfall. I think I I messaged you something like, gorgeous. Yeah, went out on Damo's boat. Keep it. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to our boy Damo. Shout out to Damo. Uh, He was... Damo... I mean, talk about this coup. He was... uh, He was... Getting paid to host a bachelorette party on his boat. I met him at a lakeside bar, and he had nine bachelorettes or eight bachelorettes or something. And he's like, meet me at this bar. We'll get some rum punches. I'll take you out on the boat with the bachelorettes. Keep it. Living the dream. Yeah. It was like 70 degrees. He's like the opposite of Trevor. He was just in board shorts. I was in like a sweatshirt. He's like, keep keep your sweatshirt. (laughs) (laughs) Legend. Legend. Legend, indeed. It's funny because you were in Tahoe and not planned. I ended up doing a Godfather binge of all three movies, which, of course, yeah, Godfather 2. When I was out on Damo's boat, we were within like four or 500 yards of, of where uh, Fredo went into the water. Spoiler. <laughs> you imagine having to worry about spoilers for Godfather 2? I feel like we're going to talk about the Godfather so much that... You have to warn people, though. Also, spoiler, uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father. Just spoiler. (laughs) Well, I put out something on Twitter. I said, explain which sequel's better, The Empire Strikes Back or The Godfather 2, because those are argued, right, two of the best sequels of all time. Well, they're arguably the only sequels that improved on the, the original. The original, or didn't just, like, ruin the original. Yeah, and uh, I saw some good points under your thing. The Godfather Two, not really. It's like it's almost like Kill Bill Two. Sure, like, it's one. It's one movie. Now I knew that because I've read a bunch of Mario Puzo's books. By the way, right, phenomenal author. Like yeah. that. When I had shitty English lit classes that I had to take when I was in Europe, like the Jane Austen type stuff, I'd ignore her and I'd be reading Puzo on the trains, planes, whatever. Like automobiles. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever read The Family? I haven't, no. Or Omerta? No. Okay, you got to read. He's got some great books. But anyway, I I knew what they were saying, like you're you're saying. 
the the actual book is basically Godfather one and two. Yeah. But I also saw some things which I mentioned to you earlier. There were a couple dirt balls who said the Godfather one and two were so boring. And I'll be honest, to me, that's that's worse than any LeBron Michael Jordan talk. Yeah. That's that's offensive. Well, that's why that's to, offensive. That, but that's why you can only like if you went to the movies right now. Your choices would be the new Avengers, the new Star Wars, the new Deadpool. That's why that's why the state of cinema that we're in exists is because millennials are like, boring, great acting, great story, keep it. Like, give me a fucking shootout between a guy pretending to be a young Han Solo and a fucking rapper pretending to be a young Lando Calrissian. Give me Ryan Reynolds. Talking fucking filth mouth in a in a red jumpsuit. Come on, guys. It's boring. I like, mean, to call The Godfather 2 boring, it's, 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 it, there's no other word but offensive. That's yeah, offensive. I agree. It is a classic movie. Oh. So good. Do you like The Godfather 2 better than the first one? I mean, again, like, I... It's tough. It's tough. I probably like the first one better, but it's it's... But also, like, and I guess this is what happens with sequels. Like, it all sets each other up. Like, it's it's all one thing. It's all one thing. We're going back, and we're seeing a young Vito in the second one. And, like, you know, Michael, like, there's just so much going on that, like, I don't know. I, 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 I might like two more, but then so much more happens in one because it's the beginning. Yeah. So it's one fucking story. Okay, before he answers, I'm going to say... 0% chance. 0% that Trevor's seen any of them. I, Trevor, I can't imagine he's seen two. He's probably like, one was boring enough. No, I've seen them, but I only saw them once, and it was when I was like 14. You you, you was, had heard enough about it, and you're like, I have to sit down and watch these? Yeah, I think it was like my buddy it should, like my buddy and I, like one summer day, we were just bored in the middle of the day, and we watched it. You should rewatch them. They're all currently. It was, on- like, I don't. I don't. I don't remember thinking it was like that bad. I don't remember being like, "Oh, this movie's dope." They're all but- currently on Netflix. In fact, you want to hear something wild? I saw, and it really didn't fuck with me that hard. I saw two before I saw one because of my older brother. Same thing. Okay. I know it's not the smartest thing, yeah. but like, I was probably around his age. I was the. I'm from the kind of family where like you at- were seeing our movies at like seven. I yeah, wasn't, but also every four years, some my dad was getting some. You know, version of the Godfather is like the complete box set, <laughs> the the Italian flag box set, all three movies on one laser disc, all three movies in a cigar case, all three movies in Vito's hat. Like literally every year for Christmas, we got my dad like some fucking version of the Godfather. This one, it looks like a cannoli. You eat it, and it's a DVD with all three movies and bonus features. The take the gun, leave the take the cannolis, leave the gun edition. Yeah, I actually made I made a joke. So the other night at the hostel, there was an Italian guy. Yeah, and that's what I asked him. I said, I said, oh, dude, I finished Godfather last night. I'm already on the second one. I go, I'm gonna bust out all three over these, you know, these yeah. 36 hours. I said, do you guys really like the Godfather in Italy? Dude lost yeah. his shit. Yeah. He's like, fuck yeah, we do. And then I made a joke, which only he laughed at. I said, well, I'm glad you do because I have a gun, you know, taped 
behind the bathroom stall yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the hostel. And I go, anybody who doesn't laugh at me is getting shot. He cracked up. Every other foreigner just stared at me. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like that's where we drew the line. I think one year we thought about like taking my dad out for Christmas dinner and like putting the DVDs behind the toilet in the bathroom. We're like, your, your, your Christmas present's in the bathroom. <laughs> it's taped up behind the toilet. Yeah, so that was like, I, honestly, I, I've probably seen, like, there were times where I would just come in my house for months at a time and The Godfather was just playing in some, in some, at some moment of The Godfather. So good, though, man. Yeah. But now you're a big Star Wars guy, so you posed the ultimate question. I did. It's a tough one. Maybe because I just watched it, I'm leaning towards Godfather 2. Yeah. I've definitely seen Empire Strikes Back way more. Sure. Uh, it's also like an epic thing. Like the Godfather, you don't just like sit down to casually watch the Godfather. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like even any part of it. Like Empire Strikes Back, the, the original three Star Wars... It's still it's still a pretty epic trilogy, but if I'm if I'm sitting at home and like not that I scroll through channels anymore, but like whatever, if I'm in a hotel, you know, when I'm on the road or whatever, and Empire Strikes Back on, I'm not like oh my whole day's shot. Like if I had been watching the Germany Mexico game yesterday and I'm looking for it and Godfather Two's on, I'm like well fuck that game. I guess I gotta wait until Fredo goes. Yeah, that's basically what happened with me. It was it was overcast. With the June gloom all weekend. Yeah. So I just, I 100% use that as an excuse. I'm like, I'm not, besides working out, all I did was I, I worked out this weekend. By the way, somebody responded to that question with the dad bod, and I was like, who the fuck is this? Somebody just wrote dad bod because I had, I had stayed in and watched a bunch of movies all weekend. Instead of working out? I worked out all weekend. All fucking weekend. Wait, I'm so confused. I worked out, and I told Trevor this. All I did this weekend was work out and watch Godfather movies. I played basketball for an hour and a half of myself out there. Then I biked 22 miles that you same day. It, you found, found the new hoop? Dude, my jump shot, can we just talk about that? I did not exaggerate. I hit 52 of 100 threes. I had dudes check. I was like hitting so many threes. Dudes were watching me and giving me like fucking and one tour shit. It was lit, fam. And one tour shit. What does that even mean? Like, oh, shit. These, these are on fire. Just like random fucking dudes coming up to me. It's it's the, it's the second hoop. Don't fuck with me on that second hoop. In fact, I'm going to keep shooting. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to take on whoever. <laughs> yeah. Bra- Bra- Steve Nash, I know he lives around here. He's retired. Come on, Steve. I'd like to play with you. <laughs> You'd like to play with him. Yeah, you should definitely yeah. play with him. You see if you get Steve Nash on your team. Yeah. That'll did, help. Did you watch any of the World Cup? Uh, I watched, yeah, I watched bits and pieces. Um, I saw a little bit of Germany, Mexico, which was super exciting. Uh, Mexico already getting the dirty sports bump. Uh, I'm watched. What other game did I watch? I watched uh, real quick. As you think about that, has there ever been a time where the dirty sports bump did not work? Yeah, Ball it's been, State. It's been a couple times. Yeah, Ball State. Uh, who else? We, we've we've gone in on some other folks, and it's, I mean the Raiders have. I mean you're yo fooling the Raiders. I thought they were close for a minute. They never got the dirty sports bump. Well, who else? Yeah, we've, we've gone in on some other squads that didn't but get the bump. Majority, majority. Work. Yeah, I mean, let's look. You get the, the dirty sports bump can't be. I mean, it's not fucking magic, you know. It's just uh, an overall feeling. Yeah, like we can't just be like, oh, we're giving the dirty sports bump to Godfather Three, you know? Like it's not <laughs> that doesn't make miracles happen. Like, yeah, this might sound awful, 
I have not watched a single second of World Cup. Really? Not one second. Haven't even, I, in fact, I haven't even put on, yeah, I have not put on a channel where it's airing. And and I know you're you're you've basically turned into Louis Prano. Like Italy's not in, and you're like, fuck it, I'll just watch The Godfather for the whole month. <laughs> Italy's not in, I don't care. Work on my three yeah. bicycle. Yeah, cycling. You should start sipping espressos and playing bocce. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, man. I really do think it's because I don't. Because this is what it is. I thought about it today. The NBA is over. This, I watched more NBA this year than I've ever watched in my entire life, ever. And I know your favorite sport, the NFL, is around the corner. And I just am like, dude, it's so nice to have a break. And uh, and you got a break this week because the Brisbane Lions were at a bye week. Yes. Bye round. So we'll be back next week. You'll get back on that. So I, I'm, I have not been a good... Uh, sports commentator, I should say, or analyst. Can we call ourselves analysts at this point? Sure, we can call ourselves whatever we want. Right? Yeah. Because Experts. I, Expert I, analysts. I haven't watched any, Joe. Yeah. Former NFL player Andy Ruther. Call yeah. yourself whatever you want. It's a sure. fucking podcast. It's true. But you have watched a little. I mean, I know a you A little were, bit, yeah. Maybe, did you dabble in any gambling on any of these games? I did not gamble on... You know what? That's a great point. I, I didn't gamble on any soccer at all. I should have. Fuck. What was I thinking? I was there. I didn't even think about the idea of gambling on soccer. What do they do? Like half goal spreads? Or you just like pick winners? I didn't even look into it. I went into the sports book for a minute and got all the futures for World Series champ, NFL, you know, Super Bowl champ, next year's NBA, which was weirdly off still. Like now they're just Kawhi Leonard did you, doesn't did, know where he's going and suddenly they just turned everything off. Well, I know the Lakers jumped. Did you see this? The Lakers jumped to win it all. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all these things jumped. Just because LeBron, where do they think LeBron's going to go? Just it, it's all hearsay. Yeah. But th- but they have. Well, the- they were uh, like all the futures on the NBA were off at Harvey's and Harris all weekend for some reason. I couldn't bet NBA futures. I saw somewhere the Lakers jumped to six to one to win it all. I'm, I'm, Which is basically banking on Kawhi, LeBron, and Paul George. Yeah. I just can't. I, I'm kind of hopeful at this point, and obviously I'm still, there's still part of me that hopes he goes to the Knicks, but I'm really hopeful if he doesn't go to the Knicks that LeBron James comes to the West because I really, really want to read uh, how the West suddenly is like the weak West. Oh, let's see him do this in the East. <laughs> He's doing it in the weak West now. Sure. Dude against Kyrie, Gordon Hayward though. Dude against Embiid. Well, I told you I want LeBron to come to the Lakers just so all the fucking anti-LeBron Kobe LA people will have to show up to Staples Center. Now the thing wearing is, their LeBron if, jersey. If there is, if there is, uh, I don't like the only reason I don't believe the Lakers, the LeBron to the Lakers hype, and now maybe all this. Where's Paul George going? Now Kawhi's in the mix. That's certainly a factor. I love how these guys basically kind of play the same position, too, which would be fucking fascinating. It's like, yeah, well, that's the best position now. Just like if you have a super dope, like small forward wing guy, you can make a whole team out of them. Yeah. Um, But like forget Kawhi, set Kawhi and Paul George aside. Like if you're LeBron, there's already a statue of fucking Kareem. There's already a statue of Magic Johnson. There's already a statue of Kobe, right? 
Shaq. Shaq has one. Kobe's yeah. not yet, but Kobe, Kobe will get yet, one. But Kobe soon. Yeah. Jerry West. Yeah. Like you Oscar know, De La Hoya. There's already Wayne like, Gretzky. Yeah. Chick Hearn. You're adding a. <laughs> they got fuck, a lot of fucking statues. Yeah. You're you're coming into this place that like, no matter what, he's like, LeBron doesn't have enough years left even as LeBron, to become the greatest Laker of all time. Yeah, of course. We agree. He could become the greatest Nick of all time. He, he He's 33. He could be the greatest Nick of all time. Who's the greatest New York Nick of all time? Pa- probably Patrick Ewing. Even though he didn't win a title. Yeah. Titles are hard. Yeah. You know? Jerry West. How many did Jerry West end up winning? One? One. Yeah. Did he go to nine finals, I believe? Yeah. He's the fucking logo. He was one and eight in the finals. Who do you win that one with? Elgin Baylor? Yeah. Man. Well, what about Kawhi? Obviously, Kawhi's all the news. So this, this was the gambling odds as of three days ago. I'm sure it's updated. Which team will Kawhi, Kawhi play for? Minus 200 Lakers. The overwhelming favorite. Wow. Plus 500 Spurs. Plus 1,000 Cavs. Plus 1,200 Celtics. Plus 1,500 Sixers. Plus fifteen hundred Clippers. Now I did see a story. My Knicks aren't even on the board, even though they're saying he wants to play in New York or LA. Well, I read something today that the Spurs are saying they will not deal him to the West. Fuck yeah. So that's good for your Knicks. Yeah. Gimme, 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 gimme Kawhi and LeBron. Gimme all of them. Guys, you all have statues. You want a statue together? You want a statue you want a statue on LeBron's shoulders wearing a trench coat looking like one dude? You can have that in New York. But what do you mean? You could, LeBron could request a statue before arriving. Man, Prano, it's funny. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep this Kawhi. You keep going yeah. back to LeBron. Well, okay, Kawhi. Because it's still a fact. Like, where should he go though? If well, here's the thing. If Kawhi goes, where does Kawhi go without LeBron? Where you go? Wow, they're a they're a title team. Boston. You're saying Kawhi's got to team up with LeBron? I'm saying that's I'm saying if they're going to make a move to win right away, then that's the move. And if they're not going to make a move, if he's not making a move to win right away and he just wants to be a superstar, why he's going to the Lakers? What is with this Lakers move? I I'm telling you though, I think all signs are pointing toward Think about it. So Paul George, that minus 200 for Kawhi for the Lakers is because they're assuming he's going there with LeBron, and then Paul George too, because because Paul I mean, George you know, f- fucking Paul, who needs Paul George at this point? I mean, it's nice, be a nice addition, but but hold on, okay, let, let, let's play that hypothetical out. Let, let, let's play let's play the hypothetical current Lakers roster minus whoever in a trade plus LeBron and Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Let's go, let's go. I'm buying Lakers jerseys. Let's go. You're ready. Yeah. Interesting. So, so who do we take away from the Lakers? Kuzma, maybe uh, Brandon Ingram. Well, yeah, I mean not both of them certainly, right? You only the Lakers will give up both those guys for Kawhi. Yeah, coming off an injury where he didn't play the whole year. Seems reckless. Now you don't have a team. If that means they can get LeBron, though, like if LeBron says, "Well, LeBron's a free get, agent." Yeah, but if like LeBron tells Lakers, "If you can get Kawhi, then I'll sign." I mean. I still I I like you, Kuzma. You need somebody. You need fucking somebody to play with. We already did, we just proved LeBron can't do it alone. Yeah. And Kawhi's nice, but like you're still going up against the Warriors. 
I I say they I say they get rid of Lonzo Ball. Well, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be sweet. Lonzo and a draft pick, but like, come on, Greg Popovich is like cool story, bro. They're not Lonzo's not going to go to the Spurs. There's no way Popovich puts up with Lavar Ball and Lonzo Ball. No, well, he's on his way out. He's he's going to be seventy years old. Popovich is on his True. last run. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. Now Brandon Ingram, and you still get you still have Kuzma and. Yeah, you still have Kuzma and Ball and but like Braun's gonna be your ball handler. But that's my that's a I, I was reading if someone like LeBron plays with Ball, I was reading something saying that it's actually good because Ball can't shoot. He's got right. an awful jump shot. Right. That way he really can just facilitate. And as LeBron gets older, I'd assume LeBron's gonna be shooting he probably already is shooting more threes. Yeah, I mean he's not a spot up shooter. Sure. But I mean, he's not a spot shooter because no one's just leaving LeBron alone. Yeah, yeah. But but the argument is if if Ball can do his thing now. But hear me out. And obviously, I'm a Knicks fan. But hear me out here. Hear me fucking out. Popovich. We're talking about Ball, right? Would you guys want to play a Ball? You know who he probably does want a 19 year old French all fucking defense point guard. Now, Kawhi, LeBron, Perzingis? Kawhi, LeBron, Perzingis. Would you come your pants? I've already come in my pants. <laughs> I've already. But also, Nilakina is not like a bad pop piece. Like, he's, in fact, he's a perfect pop piece because he plays defense. I wouldn't want to give him up. I would be great. It would be great to have him. But, uh, you know, the ninth pick and Nilakina. Because he's all defense. He's a great ball handler. He just can't shoot. You know how many people go to the Spurs and suddenly can shoot because of fucking Chuck or Skip or whatever their fucking lunatic fucking shooting coach guy is? Who's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't know how to shoot, but now he's the best shooter in the league. Kawhi Leonard couldn't shoot out of college. Because of Chuck, huh? Whatever. You, oh, everybody Chucky. knows what I'm talking about, right? He's got some, they have some fucking crazy shooting coach, Skippy. Or something like that. The guy from Family Ties? Jeff. I don't know. He's named after some sort of peanut butter. <laughs> Peter Pan? Yeah. Is everybody, he white- everybody who knows basketball knows who I'm talking about. He's a white guy. Chucky? Or is he black? I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen him. I, they, they <laughs> no one's ever seen him? I'm telling you. This, I think this guy's like jar- an urban legend. I think he's just a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> he's a walking jar Jeff. You do have a good point, man. Kawhi couldn't shoot. And then all and of a sudden... Skippy got a hold of him. <laughs> And now it's like butter, is peanut he, butter. Is he crunchy or is he smooth? Ah, oh, smooth as a be, smooth as a wet jump shot from the outside. Because it was, was it extra the, creamy. Was it the? Say it's Chip England. Chip it, England. Somebody commented the whitest dude ever. England. See? See Chippy Chip. Old Chippy. Sounds like a ginger guy. Yeah. Very pale. Got freckles. All he does is shoot jump shots in his house. And his name's Chip because he's really like. Charles. Stephen Charles England the 11th. Yeah. Or whatever. He's like, all of my family have been shooting jump shots for generations. <laughs> that was me at Venice Beach, man. Now I, be- I shall shoot jump shots. I basically had yeah. the I had the chip in me. Get with Skippy. You'll be making 70 of 100. Is it Skippy or Chip? Chip. I like, I like Skippy. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. We can say whatever we want. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. We Shout can't. out to the fam. This is why it's great going live. Trevor's like, look at that. They're giving me answers. I don't even have to look shit up anymore. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So 
He turns Nilakina into a fucking. Okay, I'm following you. Right? Nilakina in the nine pick? I was thinking, though, when you were bringing this up, and we're talking. And Nick- is Cantor waves his player options, signs for less, just to make room for LeBron? You better hope Cantor doesn't get picked up by the Turkish police, man. Um, his dad's in jail, right? I know. Yeah. They're after him. I've heard. I've heard. Uh, the rumor is that Ennis Cantor, that they're trying to get him into one of those border jails. The kids. Ah. One of the biggest the biggest kid on the fucking Texas-El Paso border. Yeah. Shout out to Gino from Reno, by the way, who made it up to Tahoe yesterday. The asshole from El Paso. And Brent DeHuff also made it. They made it from the, the, the border jails, or they, they made yeah, it? Yeah. Well, Gino made it from the border jails, that's sure. French has made it up from Reno. You know, I haven't seen, I haven't actually looked at one picture. Everyone's so horrified by everything. I have somehow avoided everything, apparently. Yeah. I've avoided the World Cup. I've avoided all this immigration shit. Avoided it all. They're related, too. Mexico. Killing the game in both. <laughs> I know. But, but it is, this is what I like. It is possible just to tune out, people. I'm just going to put that out there to everybody. It is possible just to ignore shit and say, yeah, I'm not going to deal with that shit for a minute. I like that. I'm telling you, man, weed and bike rides is where it's at. Now, I got to ask you about your socks. Is this a subtle reference now that we're going live to he who will not be named? No, these are... Those are just poop socks. Poop sock emojis. Got it. Yeah, they're poop sock emojis. Can you zoom in on this, Trevor? They're poop emoji socks. Yes. They're for If you were going to give them a, a shorter name, you just call them poop socks. <laughs> you would. That's a fact. <laughs> I got these with uh, Joanne, actually, last year up in uh, Ventura. I also, at the same time, bought those socks that say, uh, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look. Bought those both. You bought those with your mother? Yeah. It's great. It says that on the socks? Yeah, it says, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look, and it shows a doctor with a really creepy look. I could probably get- Was it in an all-sock store? Yes. There was a Sock City in Lake Tahoe. Oh, dude. I was walking around for. They had Przingis socks. You fantastic. know where the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club is? Yeah, it's right in that area. It's where my mom and I stopped. Yeah. Did you, your mom get some socks? No, but uh, she did chuckle. She's like, I'm not a proctologist, but I'll give you a finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. I'm, I'm surprising my mom. I'm flying home for her birthday. Hopefully, she doesn't listen to the show. She definitely does not. <laughs> so. I'm going to do that in a couple weeks. Like, I've never, if you, I've never surprised a parent. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just showing up from the airport. Don't anybody tweet Joanne about it. Yeah, she's not on Twitter, so uh, don't show up to my parents' house. Yeah. Which I wouldn't put it past the dirt ball at this point. Yeah. Occupy Joanne Street for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your, what's, I mean, I'm like, the NBA... Off season is almost more fun than the NBA in season at this point. It's like it is fun because we have and people. A quick reminder to everybody: the draft is Thursday. Yeah, bonanza. So, so I'm really disappointed you're going to be in New York. Yeah, but whatever. So that's the thing: if a deal gets done for Kawhi, do you think they do it before Thursday? You think they're trying to get somebody's draft pick? That's what I'm saying. This or is- they wait and they see. But like Pop, I feel like Pop's smarter than waiting to see who takes somebody he likes. But he's also maybe waiting to see who they get and then what their needs are after that. Yeah. It's a big week. And I agree with you. The NBA offseason the last few years has really been just exciting. 
Yeah. Did you uh, did you happen to listen to Kyrie on Simmons? I did not. Trevor, you listen to Kyrie on Simmons? That was an interesting uh, thing. I got to sh- you know I usually shout out Simmons for good interviews. I got to I got to shout out an anti Simmons here. How do you have Kyrie on and not ask him why? Like just straight up, why did you want to leave Cleveland? Which he didn't do. And also, why do you think the Earth is flat? <laughs> like those are yeah. two. Those are two just missed opportunities. Yeah. They just kind of danced around. It was like, like two hours long, too. Yeah, like two hour. hours long. It's like, hey, bro, I'm here for two questions. Why did you want out of Cleveland so bad? And why could you possibly think the earth is flat? It'd be like me bringing on Kellen Winslow Jr. again and being like, why are you raping old women? Yeah. Not asking that, now, I Now, I'm say. so confused because I saw this on the rundown. I read the rundown. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Kellen Winslow has gotten in trouble since he got in trouble that we talked about it. Do you want to get to this now? Because this is a whole I mean, thing. We've already started. Well, but before to it. we, already, be, it's already gotten. Before we get to Kellen Winslow Jr., uh, I want to plug one of our amazing sponsors, our friends at SeatGeek. The World Cup is here. We've talked about it. Yep. Obviously, Major League Baseball is mid-season. You could probably get tickets on SeatGeek again. Don't quote me on this. Is that, what, is that the technical saying? Sure. Don't quote me on this, but you could probably go to draft night. I assume they sell tickets. All on SeatGeek. Concerts. I, you know what I want to see? And I'm sure I can find a concert on SeatGeek. I've been listening to a lot of Sinatra. Dude, this fucking Italian shit is just in me. Yeah, what is going on? I was, you missed me, huh, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's probably what it was. I had Frano with you. Fu- you. You should have Brett Ernston on Thursday. <laughs> have, him, have him come with some cologne. I uh, I was listening to a lot of Sinatra the last couple of days too, and uh, I want to see like a Sinatra type singer. You know, I was like, I was, I was hopping on SeatGeek because I'm oh, sure like that's a around. lounge singer, like, like a yeah. lounge singer. Yeah, I used to love doing that a when crooner? I crooner, li- a crooner when I used to live in Las Vegas. Well, Dirtballs, you too can use SeatGeek. It's really easy and it's really simple. And best of all, all you guys get twenty dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter our promo code Dirty. That's promo code DIRTY to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Okay, Prano. Let, let also, me... by the way, before we move on, I think you should really listen to the Kyrie interview. He also had a couple of Rutherisms. He, uh, they might be Kyrieisms too. He At one point, he said, hit the hammer on the head. Kyrie said that? Yeah. And he, he, had, he had a couple other ones. He's like, you really hit the hammer on the head with that one. Oh, I like him even more now. Yeah, he's like, I don't mean to beat a dead bush here, but really hammering that head. So here's the update on Kellen Winslow Jr. So, okay, last week he was arrested for... for Breaking and entering, right? In in a... Trying to burglar a a trailer park. Well, that call, thank God that call was made. Because that call was the tip that Kellen Winslow Jr. has been sexually assaulting and raping old women. And one of his go-to spots was trailer parks. Wait, what? Yes. This is a multiple yes. rape situation? Yes. So this was June 7th in Encinitas. You know, the resident spotted him at the 86-year-old neighbor's mobile home mm-hmm. where he said, I'll just read what, what went on. This is how it went back and forth. Winslow said, I'm just looking for my dog, she told the neighbor. And, and he said, what dog? He responded, in quotes, a red dog Clifford. High as a motherfucker, yeah. apparently. As in Clifford the big red dog, yeah. right? 
So he hopped back in his SUV. He leaves. Hey, maybe don't be cute when you're raping people. Yeah. Winslow stands accused of targeting five women ages 54 to 86. That was the 86-year-old woman that day. Charges include forcible sodomy, rape, and kidnapping. He can end up in bars for life, basically. Behind bars. Behind bars, sorry. <laughs> uh, I was like, is this you get to go to happy hour for raping chicks? Yeah. So he, here's some more background. The first Taco vi- Tuesday. <laughs> the first victim was 54. He attacked in March. And this is another move he did was he'd pick up hitchhikers. Now, when did we have him on the show? So we had, I looked all this up. Was we this had, corresponding with any of our? No. We, n- I looked everything up. We had Kellen Winslow Jr. on our show October 28th, 2016, episode uh, God, time flies when you're wasting your life in this mud shack. <laughs> talk about wasting your life. This is phenomenal life right now. So he was on episode 255. I'm not saying I'm not doing a lot with my life, but Kellen Winslow has raped like 10 chicks since the last time I, I talked to him. Yeah, yeah. This guy's getting after it. It's awful, dude. So he would just, he'd pick women up. He'd find them. I mean... The whole thing is just, I don't know how I could put it. it. It's stunning. It's wild. It's gross. I mean, one thing's for sure. You got to get your hands on a signed Kellen Winslow jersey immediately and then add it to the plaque with OJ and yes. Aaron Hernandez. Put that shit back on eBay for even more than ten grand. Yeah. but what That's I- some savage shit. That's some Darren Sharper shit. That's... Uh, Kellen Winslow's new nickname is Darren Sharpest because he has taken Darren Sharper to the next level. I do want to remind everybody because there's been a lot of chirping amongst the Dirtball fam, which I always love for the record. He is not eligible for the Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year Award. It has to be a current oh, NFL player. I thought player. you were going to tell me Dirtballs were chirping. That's like allegedly, guys. Allegedly. Oh, I'm no. like, geez. Absolutely not. He's just not. He's not eligible for the Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year award. Okay, because he's not playing. I mean, I'll be honest though, Prano. This is it's eerie, dude. And I, it's not like we knew. Him. You know, it was a phone call. It's not like we were even in the same Thank room. Thank God with him. for that, by the way. Yeah, but you, you still have your anal virginity because of it. No, I'm not an 86 year old woman. Right. Well, I mean, is that where he's drawing the line? Like. <laughs> He went started at fifty four. Suddenly, he's eighty six years. You don't think he would have taken a fresh, young, thirty something man but, back in the day? But it's but it's here's what's so bizarre is that he's targeting. I mean, it's all awful, obviously, but you're targeting old women. And here's what sucks, though. He has the NFL's lead lawyer as his defense attorney. We already know what what are they going to claim. They're going to claim CTE, man. Uh, that's, a, that's a tough claim. He didn't play. He played like fucking two seasons. No, he played enough. How many? How long did he play? How many games did the fucking Kellen Winslow play? He played enough, dude. He played enough to fucking have so much CTE, he's raping elderly women? I'm not justifying it, dude. All I'm saying is that what's going to happen is they're going to use that, and all these guys are going to use that. I mean, it's a good defense. They OJ got that. off with a fucking, the glove doesn't fit a quit, bro. I mean, OJ should fucking be using CTE. Dude's a Hall of Fame running back. He's playing when the helmets had one bar. Yeah. If Kellen Winslow has CTE, he has it from fucking falling off a motorcycle or crashing his car while masturbating. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. He got caught jerking off in, at uh, Target. Well, it turns out, now that we have all the facts, 
that that Target shares a parking lot with Marshalls, where all the old ladies shop. <laughs> so he was actually jerking off outside of Marshalls. He played one. He played one, two, three, four, five, six. He basically started seven seasons. It's enough. Yeah, I guess it's enough, but about six and a half. Well, here's what I've done. I went back because I had to, and I listened to the entire interview. It wasn't that long. Oh, really, with Kellen? And I and I yeah, well, he was busy that day. And I've marked a few spots, and they're even going to be grab those headphones, Brandon. They're going to be even more creepy now after all this sick fuck stuff that he's done. Not actually sure I want to hear this at this point. So, I'm almost thinking we should wipe it from the internet. Because I had to. Oh, oh. And I listened to the entire... Oh, we got, we got... We're listening. Now I'm listening to shit that you've already said just seconds ago. Yeah, that was bizarre, right? Let me, uh, let me try to pull it up here. I, and I've marked time codes on certain things. You know when you turn the volume back on, that's going to happen again. So you're going to have to mute that other thing. Yeah, it's a good point. Look at you. Two heads are better than one, Joe Perino. Well, or just one good head. <laughs> it's not like you helped me put, figure that one out. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. It's like, thank God we could come together and come to that solution. Okay, so I have the interview here. And we'll just get... We'll get to the parts that, that I thought were really funny now that... All this shit has gone down. Let, let's get to let's let, let's get to the opener. Let's get when we introduce Kellen. Now, now for the record, as a quick reminder, we've said this before. Kellen was definitely our angriest guest. Yeah, he wanted zero. He, he, here's what happened, just to give you guys a background. His talent agent, I had hit up because they had a ton of clients. And I'll just be honest, they had way bigger names. And she's like, I can give you Kellen Winslow Jr. and Cameron Wimbley. And I'm like, fuck me. Okay, we'll take them. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. So he wanted no part. And this is, again, this is this is uh, in October, October 28, 2016. And he's trying to do his comeback. So he, here's the Oh, that's st- right. He was trying to come back. After being gone for three years. So this is the start of the interview. Our guest today, we're going to get him on the phone here. Is the one and only Kellen Winslow Jr. Hey, Kellen, this is Andy Ruther with Dirty Sports. How are you today? Hey, Andy, what's going on? Not okay. Now, Prano, what was going on in his head right there? I, what was what was really going on in his head? You gave me half of him saying hello. <laughs> so, is it, what am I a fucking? <laughs> what am I a fucking monk? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! How am I supposed to put? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to riff with that. <laughs> hey, Andy, how's it going? Now, what, what do you think he means by this? He means, uh, hey, Andy, you rape anybody today? <laughs> I did. All right, let's, let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> this is great. This is Kellen Winslow talking about getting back in the league. Now, remember, he's been out of the league for three years at this point. And also remember, he was out of the league because he had got caught jerking off in the parking lot of a Target. Well, he wasn't out of the league because of that. That's what he was doing while he was out of the league. Okay, gotcha. All right, so here's what... I mean, if we know anything about the NFL, you're not getting suspended for that. Oh, oh, actually, this is the question you asked. This is the great. This is now I remember. <laughs> you asked him about the tight end, how it's changed, because it has, how it used to yeah. be blocking, now it's more... They're basically receivers. You say that to Kellen, and you say, hey, man, you'd be... Because per- it's true. 
you, his style of play would be perfect today. He wouldn't need to be. Yeah. You say that to him, and then he completely refutes you without refuting you. It's pretty amazing. Listen to this. When you're three years removed from, from the league. It's not easy at all. I mean, um, you know, it's once you're out of the league, it's, it's the hardest thing back. It's the hardest thing to do is get back in. And uh, like you said, I'm coming up on three years. Um, but it's my dream, man. It's been my dream ever since I, I can remember. So um, that's what life's about for me. Um, Raping old chicks. That's what it's about for you, Kellen. You know, when I look back, you know, whatever, 20, 30 years, 40 years, I want to be able to know that I gave it my all. And- okay, how creepy is that? Yeah. When I look back 20 or 30, 40 years, I want to know I gave it. It's like, dude, you're always going to remember as the grandma rapist. Well, 20, 30, like potentially he'd be in jail 30 years from now. Life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, and then you're about to ask him the question, which I love. And, you know, that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to feed my family over here. You know, it's like it's not. <laughs> that's pretty funny there. Sorry. I had to stop it. Feed my family. Feed old women your dick, you sick fuck. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. I shouldn't have said you could say anything. No games. <laughs> so uh, I'm putting in time and I'm putting in work. And I, I still feel like I could be one of the best Titans in the game, uh, even with being removed, because, you know, I just haven't stopped training for it, man. And I'm hungry. You know, you know, it's, hungry, man. it seems like the tight end position has changed a lot in the last few years. Um, I mean, the way Belichick is using tight ends now and the way, you know, tight ends used to be kind of block first, uh, pass catch later. And, and it seems like lately it's it's gone the other way. I almost feel like the the current state of the NFL tight end is more suited to what you do than than even when you played just a few years ago. No, it, it hasn't changed at all, man. Um, <laughs> what? You know, really since. Wait until you hear his explanation on how the tight end position hasn't changed. This is actually maybe a form of CTE. Oh, by the way, if we had only been going live then, you would have seen me doing blinking guy meme. Because I'm like, what? What about all the tight ends that are split out? Like wide receivers. Wait until you hear his explanation. There's just more guys doing it now. <laughs> you know, it hasn't changed at all, though. The position hasn't changed. Um, you know, starting with like a Mike Dicker or Ozzie Newsome. Um, Wait a second. If Kellen Winslow Jr. wants to put Mike Ditka in the same equation of like a Jimmy Graham or uh, Chargers, Antonio Gates, yeah. it's like, dude, what are you talking about? They're just they're finding more guys that can play the position now. Um, you know, it's all about legacy you know, guys yeah? hitting the scene <laughs> and, uh, you know, mismatch on the linebacker. Okay. All right. Well, enough of that. I, I want to get to a couple. What other I was parts. saying, Kellen, is you were kind of a pussy when you played and now you can be kind of a pussy. All right. So let's get to, I, you know, you know, you guys know me. I come with the hard hitting questions when we have a guest. So, uh, this is what, uh, God damn it. Did I lose it? I think I lost it. Hold on a second. I want, I wanted to play the, the hard hitting question that I asked Kellen. Can't wait to hear what that was. Uh, 
right. This is this is this, this is what dead I, early. This is <laughs> this is what I asked him. Or whatever. Tupac or Biggie? Who you got? <laughs> but Prano, is this a telltale? Listen to what he says. If you had, oh, if man, you had to choose, if you had to choose one, who would you choose? Yeah, definitely, definitely Tupac, man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> now is that because you were born and raised in San Diego? Is it because of the West Coast thing? I guess so. I guess so. But I ride with Mob Deep, man. I'm a Mob Deep guy. He rides with Mob Deep, apparently. All right, and we all know what we all want. That was hear. the telltale sign that he was going to end up raping elderly women. I what's the, do? I, is there something I don't know about Mob Deep? Because <laughs> you're not a big fan of Tupac. That's what I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> He rides with Mob Deep. Uh, yes. All right. Classic elderly woman rapist. And this is the very end. This is where he gave us. The Venn diagram of Mob Deep fans <laughs> and people who rape elderly women is just a circle. This is the end uh, where he gave us the, the it's all about legacy, yo. But this also shows a disturbed individual. This rant, um, again, makes zero sense. So we'll get to this and we'll wrap it up. I have one more question, you know, before before we let you go, Kellen, because, you know, in a perfect world, obviously, you know, you, you go and you try out and there's a, a bunch of teams that want you. you. You just want to get back in the league. So I'm assuming it's not a money situation from a receiver standpoint. Uh, is, is the if it came down to it, would the difference be a quarterback or a system, a culture? Is it the money? Like, let's say you got you know a couple of offers on the table. What's the most important thing to you right now? Is it is it winning or is it just hey man, I, I need to get a paycheck? No man, it's not about money at all. It's like that's the last thing I'm worried about. Um, it's about legacy, yo. <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm not I don't play for I don't play for money. Um, I play for legacy, yo. Like. <laughs> He so that's what it's all about for me, you know. Well, we wish money. You- money is the last thing I'm worried about. Wow. It's like it's old bitches. It's yeah. old bitches, man. Now jails got to be up there, right? <laughs> that's some legacy, man. Well, I mean, Mexico got the dirty sports bump. Kellen Winslow, not so much. <laughs> Once again. How big of a dick was he? I'm yeah, not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah, the, I'm not saying the dirty sports bump is undefeated. I'm just saying, I wouldn't fuck with it. I'm just saying he he had zero enthusiasm during that entire interview. Yeah. In fact, there's one point I listened. There's one point he says something so ridiculous, I straight up just laughed. Like I couldn't control it, and I kind of remember us looking at each other during the call and you can almost feel it on air like I'm laughing you're looking at me like dude this is so ridiculous but where but how do you get to that place like all jokes aside how do you get to that place in your life where you are raping old defenseless women uh i mean he was masturbating outside of target so i'm going to say uh it starts with a crippling porn addiction and then what? Yeah, you're you're joking. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. God. How do you, you in the porn addiction? I'm. It doesn't exist. Where is the like? Where are you even? Where are you even? Like, think about it this way: You're Kellen Winslow, right? How do you even find out you're into old chicks? 
I don't even think he's. Well, they say. When, well, come on, man. What do you mean? He's a six foot five black guy who used to play professional football. If he wants to rape some people, he doesn't need to prey on the elderly. He could rape all three of us right now if he wanted to. The dude's a monster. Yeah, but they also say people who rape and people who sexually assault other people, it's not about the actual sex. It's a power thing. Yeah. So everybody can overpower the elderly, right? Yeah. Just like anybody can overpower a child. But, like, he's preying on elderly women. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm not a doctor. I think he's watching too much of that grandma shit. I think he rolled the dice on porn MD one day. It came up grandma. Next thing you know, dude can't get grandmas out of his mind, but he can't pick up grandmas at the bar. They're not out. You can't blame porn, Prano. You asked, man. You asked me to okay, fuck. First okay. of all, you gave me three words from his intro. You asked me to figure out how he ended up becoming a rapist, like I'm some sort of fucking doctor. Now I'm giving you my theory. I've, I've had the whole time to process it. I've given you my theory. I've taken his picture. I've tied it with some string to an elderly <laughs> woman. I did the whole fucking, you know, did the Dr. Clouseau. This is what I've come up with. He's way too into grandma porn, and he just figured they were easy targets. Well, the one thing I do know is that, knock on wood, I'll knock on this bar stool, uh, I don't think we could have a guest do anything worse oh. than what Kellen Winslow I mean, Jr. did. Let's not, let's not set a bar. I'm just saying, I think he set the bar pretty goddamn yeah. high. Yeah. I, I would hope we never have a guest do anything worse. Like, like we don't need Brian Scalabrini like, lighting fucking TD Garden on fire or anything. Right. Probably still not worse, right? No, it wouldn't be. Man, disgusting. And uh, I guess he'll just be in the Dirty Sports Hall of Shame. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. Since he can't be Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year award, he could be an Aaron Hernandez Savage uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Get my D, my DMs, by the way, that day. Guess that brown jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that noose, that Aaron Hernandez yeah. noose. My DMs that day, holy shit. It was one of those, did you see this? It, it was a lot of sarcasm for me. I couldn't resist it. No, I haven't seen it. No, You know, it's responsive like, no, I haven't quote tweeted it already from Dirty Sports. No, I haven't. It's like, you know where I'm just such a dick with the sarcasm? Yeah. And then I realized, dude, don't be a dick. Go smoke weed and ride a bike. That's why one of the dirt balls is going to end up raping you. <laughs> Live on YouTube? Probably. About legacy, yo. <laughs> he really, he really drove home his legacy with that. Well, we know one day he's going to be right here. We'll have the we'll have the mug show. We'll one day, I bet a dirtball has already bought a mug shot or a picture of him. Who needs to buy it? Just print it off the internet these days. Yeah. I do want to bring up some other NFL thing uh, in unrelated news. Apparently, the NFL kickoff, Prano, is on his last legs, which I hate this, dude. Pun intended? You're like, I have no idea what the pun was. <laughs> anyway, please continue. <laughs> so, according to Mike Pereira, former head of NFL officiating, what, he works for Fox now? Yeah. Uh, He's the guy who comes on and incorrectly guesses what the challenge is going to be. Yeah. He believes uh, this year's rule changes that they don't, if they don't meet the desired effect from the NFL, they're just going to get rid of the kickoffs. 
He says, uh, he said, he said on PFT Live, if at the end of this year there are more concussions on kickoffs, forget it, it's gone. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. I mean, the NFL, what? Like, I get, I get that they're trying to do something, but is that the fucking answer? Is it the kickoffs? Like, dude, it's the whole goddamn game. Hold on, it's it's one giant concussion bonanza. Now, like, it's I just feel like it's one of those efforts to be like, look, we took get rid of kickoffs. One of the most exciting elements. I mean, honestly, it's rarely exciting anymore. But you never know, man. That's the thing. <laughs> it's exciting because you don't know. But you don't know. You don't know when someone's going to take it to the house. Right. It can that that one time a guy takes it to the house. We know completely changes the game. Yeah. Which that could change a season. It's a butterfly effect, man. I'm telling you. I mean, honestly, the the kicking the ball out of bounds is probably a bigger. It'll probably have a bigger effect on this on the year than kickoff returns for touchdowns. But also, like even just big returns, you know, that that'll change a game. Uh, yeah. Just like starting field position. You're right. It's like I never thought of that. Yeah. Like having a guy who every time you kick off to him. You know, you're starting a little bit better than the other team. But I, I just like a big return to start the game, a return out to the forty or the forty five to start the game. It's it's a game of field position. You yeah. get one first down. Now you're punting. They're in their back. Like yeah. yeah, that it it completely changes the game. And let's be honest, there's a million ways to do this. Like, why don't you just have the guys like there's a better way than just saying like it can't happen at all. I just don't understand the league at this point because everything was going so well. Every year, they were making more money. The sport was becoming more popular. All these things were going great. And then it's just met with a shit show. Like, it's just been a complete other shit show the last few years. Like, like to me, this is a common sense issue, right? Like, like my, my, my argument is this. There's too many smart people working for the National Football League. Obviously, that's how it got to where it's at, there's too many smart people there to see something as stupid as this. Like, I don't understand it. I don't, I, I can't comprehend, you're just going to eradicate that whole part of the game? Like I mean, you the, said, every facet of football is a concussion waiting to happen. Yeah. The answer, as I've always said, is less equipment, go backwards in equipment, so people can't throw their heads and bodies into people. But the problem is when you do that, it slows down the game because people start running with more purpose instead of just flying around and using their body as a weapon. And the NFL doesn't want the game to get slower. But who's, again, who are the people not speaking up that'd be like, no, guys, it's a violent sport. Boxing is a violent sport. UFC is violent. Thank you for bringing up boxing. That's also dying. (laughs) UFC's not. It's more popular than ever. Right. UFC, though, the thing about UFC, it, unlike boxing, is you're not concussed and then standing there and getting punched in the face. The second you've got that look where, oh, he might be not doing so well, he's there's a moment here where he might get hit again while maybe suffering a concussion, they stop the fight. Well, you but know that's what? why UFC matches last three minutes and they sell it on pay-per-view instead of selling, you know, impotent dickheads trucks and beer for 10 straight hours on Sunday. But you know, I'm just going to call everybody in fucking America. I'm going to call everybody in America on this. Because we we love every violent fucking movie. 
We love the gore. America is not fighting against this issue. The NFL is. So I should be showing my disdain towards the NFL. Yeah, I mean the NFL is just on um, is on like bad move. Like but, fifty but, at this point. But hold on, it, it, it is part America too because again, people are like the concussions. It's like you you watch violent movies, you you play violent video games. This is what I don't get about our country. You can't say, oh, I'm so offended by this violence in this sport or all this shit when. You fucking support it all the time. Every fucking movie is violent. It's gross. It's like, but the the that's why the NFL does this. Is the NFL is catering to people that are like, oh well, the fucking concussions are a thing. Like keep these guys out again, and they're like, I don't know. What like just because Tom Brady gets concussed doesn't mean we're gonna make him come out of the game. What we're gonna do? Because you're not gonna watch the Patriots unless Tom Brady is playing. Even though they'll probably go eleven and five is. Uh, you, you will. We're gonna we're gonna fix kickoffs. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna fix kickoffs. What about that time Joe Flacco ordered a fucking beer while falling unconscious <laughs> out of the game and was in fucking three plays later? They're like, no, no, no. He's a quarterback. He's fine. Great modern day fucking meme. Yeah. <laughs> who was the guy last year who was literally like, was it Savage? Tom Savage? Yes. Tom Savage died on the field. No, he had a seizure. Yeah. And, and had a seizure. His soul left his body. Yeah. He fucking saw Jesus. He started fucking the, 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 his literally, oh, he's just out of him. That, fucking weekend at Bernie's wh- tooing, which, you know? Which is ironic because that's what Texans. He played the next fucking set it down. I know, but hold on. Which is ironic because that's what Texans fans did when they saw Bill O'Brien said that Savage was the starter. Yeah. For last year over, uh, what's his name? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, yeah. No, Houston fans didn't even give a shit because Houston fans fucking love Bill O'Brien. That's what I've noticed in my four years of shitting on Bill O'Brien on Twitter. Like, fuck you, you don't know what you're talking about. All good coaches have their best players sleep under their desk. You fucking loser. <laughs> also, quit hating America. Fucking stand the fuck up. Prano never forgets a troll. Yeah, never forget a troll. Never. Do you do you have certain trolls Twitter feeds memorized in your head? Oh yeah. Even though they're blocked. G- and, give me one off the top of your head. Oh, Jonathan Cohen 4. John, <laughs> John, Jonathan Cohen 04. The fucking Cheddar Dick Atlanta Braves slash Hawks fan. That rolled off his yeah. tongue so smooth and eloquently. He knew exactly. The guy, the guy who told me that the Atlanta Hawks were the second best team in the East last year, that they were definitely playing in the Eastern Conference Finals, that Dwight Howard was a fucking all-star, that Buttonholzer was going to win Coach of the Year. Buttonholzer, not even the coach of the Hawks anymore. That was fast. Do guys slide into your DMs? Because they'll slide into mine about bitching about you. Like, and th- like, th- like this guy did. I'm yeah. pretty sure this guy did. And I just say, I don't care. No one bitches me about you. People slide into my DMs because they're afraid to battle me in the public forum. Ah. So they'll slide into my DMs just to fucking have an argument. And then I'll always be like, you pussy. You should have, why didn't you reply to my tweet with this, you fucking bitch? No. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Oh, you're saying to s- not to start one in the middle of one. Because there is a difference. I'm saying if someone had a, if a dirtball had a different opinion than you, yeah, and he doesn't tweet it out, and he just says, hey man, I disagree, you have problems with that? 
No, they'll come into my DMs and be like, you fucking cheddar dick. That's oh. fucking bullshit. You're a fucking loser. That, you hate America. That's why you want fucking people to kneel, you fucking America-hating fucking loser. And I was like, if you really, if you weren't such a bitch, you would have just replied to my tweet with this. Some guy the other day, I did a Hillary Trump tweet. He goes, he just quote tweet, he like sends the tweet to my own dude. He's like, you're a fucking retard. I'm like, yeah. And you're afraid to actually reply to, under my tweet with that. Yeah. Because you'll get fucking the, the savage dirtball fam will eat you alive, eat the meat off your bones. Is Prano 2020 still happening? Oh. Prano. I need an update. Well, look, Prano 2020, it might be hard considering I'm not even planning on being in this country anymore. Like, I was going to fight from the inside, and now I'm like, we've lost. It's over. They're th- politics, lost cause. I mean, am I. If I start seeing the support, you know, if people really want to want change and they're like, no, we're going to fucking march for this shit, stay, fight the fight, maybe, but I don't know. It's like, how how much are people willing? Because, like, I'm ready to give up. I'm ready to give up and go to Mexico. I want the wall to go up to keep you guys out. Well, yeah, we should let the dirt balls in on that. Prano and I have had talks. Prano wants to go to Mexico. He wants to... I've talked about it on the show before. He wants to say fucking hasta luego to us. Yeah, because you know what? Mexico's run by criminals, but they're open about it. They're like, the whole fucking country's run by cartels. Cool. So is ours, but we're pretending it's not. Our whole fucking thing is a criminal enterprise, and we're pretending like there's fucking democracy. No, I'd rather be... I like my I like my savagery out in the open. Well, I would argue we still have a democracy. Would you? I mean, you can still vote. What's your argument back? My argument back is that the actual people that you can vote for are selected and forced to be the only candidates you can actually vote for. And so it's a, it's a big sham. You're not actually allowed to vote for whoever you want. You're only allowed to vote for who they tell you you can vote for. And those two people are exactly the fucking same. Well, you can. I voted for Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah, how'd that go? I still exercise my right. Right. But... There's so many fucking things in place Look, that, we, even we, if we all, we, we that even agree. if we all voted for Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they're not fucking winning. Look, we agree the, yeah. the two-party system is – it's so forget, – Forget even the two-party system. It's so antiquated. Forget even the two-party system. The fucking paying – like the money for, for campaign finance. Like why don't you just finance your own fucking shit? What? How about everybody can take any of the fucking money they want? This whole nonsense of like funneling money to this and then only these people can have it and then this party can give this person money and this person. You know what? Fucking. It's it's all a sham. It's all set up so you can only vote for certain people. We agree there. Right. So there is no democracy. We've got to come on Den Report to discuss this, Brandon. I mean, that's, that's just a fact. You're yeah. like, it's a democracy. It's like going to fucking... Saying, if go to Ben and Jerry's, Ben and Jerry's, we're like, we're having a fucking election. Everybody, you can pick what the fucking new flavor is going to be. Vote anything you want. And then, like, outside, they're like, people fucking going, it's either chocolate or vanilla, or I'm going to fucking take away this from your house. You're not going to be able to fucking do this anymore, or this anymore, or this. You'd be like, fuck, I don't really give a shit that much. Chocolate, let's go, fine. It's like, it's all a sham. It's a sham. We live... The whole our whole system is a sham. That's why I'm gonna go down where they're like, it's a sham. We're all criminals. The cartel runs everything. Fifty dollars, and you can fucking get away with murder. Boom! I like it. Give me my savagery up front. Serve it to me on a plan. Let me know, because everybody else is buying into this bullshit, and I'm not. So I'm gonna go somewhere where I know 
We're all on the level here. It's all fucking gangster shit, right? Let's go. Are you creating the L Smut Studio? Yeah. I'm going live via satellite, dude. I'll be down there. My my fucking secure Mexican bunker. Somewhere near a surf break, I'll come live via satellite to the show. It's good. YouTube, Mevo, they'll have it all figured out by the time I get down there and get settled. I just need Wi-Fi. That's the thing. And I don't have to go through some fucking stupid fucking, you know, multimedia conglomerate, right? Some asshole's like, oh, also, you have choice in life. You have choice between all these fucking cable companies, except this is the only one that comes to your apartment. So that's the one you're going to have to pay for. And it's $250 a month. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? I just want to watch the Dodgers. They're like, fuck you. You can't watch the Dodgers. Not in this building. I thought I had choices in life. Isn't that what a monopoly is called? So here's the thing about monopoly laws. Fuck you. I was I was definitely in Prano withdrawal. See how happy I am yeah. now? Just let him do his thing. Yeah. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Why are you going again tomorrow? I know. Got to go to New York where the savagery is also above board. That's why I like New York. Everybody just fucking punching each other in the gut. Let's go. Let's get the savagery right out there. L.A. is yeah. so, so much passive aggressiveness. I was thinking about that lately too, man. Let's get on the I, subway. Let me bump into some guy eating a fucking hot dog. I could for sure. Public transportation. I could for sure live in New York at this point in my life. I'd be willing to give up the beach. New York is like, the thing about New York is all this shit kind of goes out the window because you're like, I'm just trying to survive here. And now, yeah, here and now, like uh, the survival is important. I need to fucking survive from point A to point B. Well, like, I don't give a fuck who the president is. Unless mayor in New York is more important than the president when you're in New York. Well, we have our own security updates here in Savage Town. They- and by the way, I think I said this on a, on a past episode. I'll say it again. If LeBron James goes to New York, I'm moving them back there. Dirty Sports. I might have to force Dirty Sports to come with me. Talk about Trevor's moving, dogs are moving, <laughs> EJ and his wife, getting the hurts. We're taking a fucking van. El Smut Studio is going to be rolling in the back we're, of a box truck. But where are we living? Because uh, we don't got the old place anymore. Oh, I'll talk to James Nundiata. See? Fucking savage red by board. Let's talk about it, James. You got the fucking first floor and the second floor. I need them out. I need the penthouse back. Let's make this happen. Dude, fucking dude. Italian people. Helping Italian people. Did I... Did people know that I was moving to New York? Did I ever announce that? I don't know. Yeah, well, you were you were about to Lance Bassett on the East Coast. I literally i I had Sestaro and Sestaro's at that time current spot, Prano's yeah, old spot, one three one, legendary. I had it. I had my plane ticket. I was all ready to move to New York, and we were gonna. But you know what kept me here, Dirtballs? I'll look you in the look you in the eyes right now. You guys, the show. I still got my job. I gave up being on radio, but I still wrote the show. Did Lance move to New York? Yeah, that's why I was going to move because right. he was on TV also at the time. So I was gonna I was gonna follow suit, but I didn't. But I didn't. It would have just been six months. Yeah. But I but I love New York for all the reasons you just mentioned. That's why I would have liked to live. You there. Really need the sound bath when you're in, when you're in New York. To get the traffic sound out your mind. You have to go. Lay down in fountains and shit. Uh, once again, it's Float Lab. Float Lab. Sorry. <laughs> so I was going to say they added security cameras all over Savage Town. Really? Which I think... Which are clearly not hooked up to anything. No, but this is what I want to bring up on air. How is that going to detract... There's some of the hallways, the pool. There's even one in the parking lot over there. Yep. 
They're everywhere. And I, and I asked, I asked, they've been putting them in, and I'm sure this is not cheap. They've been putting them in for over a week, all over. And I asked one of the workers here, he said, well, it goes to the office and also goes to the building owner. It's like, no kid, he goes, too many people are coming in, the owner's freaking out. I'm thinking in my head, for sure it's cheaper to pay somebody, right, from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., a full-time security to walk around. Well, I mean, look, you have crimes then on camera. If, like, if somebody breaks in, they, they can't claim, oh, somebody let me in, my cousin lives here, whatever. Like, dude, we have you on camera climbing the fence. That's trespassing. You're arrested. But how? But my point is, from the time they catch somebody on camera going into my pool or my hot tub or wherever, right? to the time they're arrested, they're gone. Well... I mean, not if people are fucking coming in the pool to have sex parties and whatnot. Which has You've happened. You've had people fucking living in your pool for a while. But that's my point, is that who's watching the camera all the time? It's like when you call your owner or whatever, and you're like, hey, there's these kids in the pool, and they come, and they're like, how the fuck did you guys get in here? They're like, oh, we fucking, you know, my buddy lives in 25B or whatever. And they're like, actually, we looked at the videotape. You climbed the fence. You guys are going to jail. Well, I'm going to be a... Re- I mean, it's like asking, like, wh- wh- how do red light cameras work? It's like, uh, by the time they see me turning on the red, I'm long gone, buddy. It's like, yeah. And then you get a fucking ticket in the mail. I got out of one once. I'm the only one in the history to get out of it. Listen, listen to this. I was visiting L.A. when I'm I... sleepwalking. <laughs> no, I was, I was visiting L.A. from Las Vegas, and I ran through a red light and got one of the picture light tickets. It was in Beverly Hills, and... uh they shipped the ticket, obviously, to my license in Nevada, but it was under that license plate. When I moved out here, I had to get a new license plate. The cross. This is how. By the way, talk about how dumb the bureaucracy of government is. They couldn't like the transfer from the Nevada plates to California plates. All that shit didn't matter. So I never paid my ticket. And my roommate kept calling me because this is so funny. They keep sending you things in the mail. Oh, it's this much. It's this much. But it's all for your Nevada t- your Nevada license plate, which at that point I was living in L.A. didn't even exist anymore. Right. But they just kept sending shit. Interstate bureaucracy. The more you know, guys, who says I don't teach you some shit? <laughs> so if you ever run a red light, get a new license if you ever, plate if you ever, in a different state. If you ever state. run a red light, move states. <laughs> I know the ticket's only 150 bucks, but you could just easily get all your shit, get first and last on a security for a new apartment. Yeah, right? Move. Another piece of advice I would recommend to everybody is get you some flag and anthem Kellen gear. Kellen Winslow's like, I'm going to Nevada. <laughs> get you some flag and anthem gear, right, Prano? Yeah. I got, I got my new flag and anthem, my straight jeans. Because I'm extra straight, guys. Got my straight jeans. I got my flag and anthem navy chinos here. Go with the sockless look because I'm not that straight. And I also have a new flag and anthem. Oh, the Desert Sun. The mesh hat. The Dirks Bentley Desert Sun mesh hat. I'm trying to break in. You guys can look just as good as us. Just go to flagandanthem.com. Drop promo code DIRTY. Or was it Dirty Sports? No, it's Dirty. That's right, okay. Yeah, it's originally Dirty Sports. Now it's That's Dirty. Right. We brought back a new promo code for all the people that bought one time. They can now buy a second time. Promo code DIRTY. 25% off your first order or really your second order, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, yeah. 
So drop that code, get that new summer gear, get that Dirks Bentley gear. You can get a nice trucker hat like me, looking fresh. Maybe I'll get Trevor one. He's wearing a full winter hat. He needs to get some <laughs> summer gear. It's fucking 80 degrees out. This guy comes in a parka. It's unbelievable. I wish we had the camera on you. You should, you should hop on camera real quick. You don't want to hop on camera? Trevor is so stoned today. Yeah, Trevor's all baked out. He just can't stop eating pretzels and drinking Gatorades. Yeah. He's dressed like a fucking Santa's elf. <laughs> Come on. Hop on camera for a quick second. <laughs> just, just, I want people to see you. Don't want... trip over any of the cords. Yeah, yeah. Right we got now. a lot of cords. Go around. Too much stuff to take care of. Don't okay. worry. No, you can uh, go around that way. I want you to hop on camera. I mean, he looks... He literally looks like... I mean... <laughs> he looks like he's like he's going to he he with the double shaka birds. Prano, he looks like he's gonna go to uh, like like philosophy class in college. Wait, how much weed did you smoke before you came here? I hadn't smoked all day yet. I said that earlier. You wait until you got here. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible. Wait till I get here to smoke. You can't even talk, bro. By the way, he's got he's got a mouth he's got a mouthful of the San Antonio Spurs shooting coach. <laughs> yeah, I got fucking ch- uh, peanut buttered pretzel in my fucking mouth all over me. How good are those though? They're so fire. We we, we, we moved on to uh, the second batch. I got I got even more at Costco. They are they're a crack. They, they, they are, are a crack. crack. Trevor, Trevor has more to say, but he's like, I can't be away from those pretzels, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the live shows are pretty lit. Yeah. Pretty lit. Now, pretty lit indeed. Do we want uh, questions from YouTube right now? Or do I do have calls if we want to do calls as how, well. How long have we been on air here? 115? About 115. We can bang out a couple of each real quick. Okay. Trevor, you've been keeping track of any questions? He's like, nah, man, I've been keeping track of these pretzels, though, fam. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> He's like, no, I have not. No. No. But, I mean, there hasn't really been, like, well, legit, legit. If you guys... Now, you can't watch somebody eat these pretzels. And yeah, I know. I know. Everybody, everybody's eating the pretzels. The show's falling off. If you have any questions, guys, fire away. You remember, they're on a delay. Let's not forget. They're on about a 30-second, a minute delay. Fire away the questions on YouTube. Uh, in the meantime, we can get to some dirtball calls. Sure, let's go. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we got going on in here. I think I pulled some calls. Oh yeah, I, I pulled some calls. All right, let's get these. Uh, let's get these bad boys going. What's up, guys? This is Zach out in Breckenridge. Just had a question about uh, the All Star Game. So, judging off the AL. How strong they are at hitting. I mean, is there anyone in the NL unless you throw Clayton Kershaw all nine innings that can make this game even close? Uh, yeah, just a question. I mean, I don't know any off the top of my head. And then even them, they could go with a guy like Corey Kluber. But uh, stay very boys. Uh, baseball question for you, Prano. Yeah. Well, I know the AL has dominated the All Star game uh, fairly recently. But. It's still a baseball game. I mean, we're not talking about an Alabama football game here. I mean, there's still two all-star teams. It's still a baseball game. I mean, Scherzer, DeGrom, there's Kershaw. I mean, Kershaw's probably not pitching in the uh, all-star game this year, but there's plenty of there's plenty of swing and miss pitchers in the NL. Um, yeah, I mean, certainly. It's, it's a baseball game, and it's a, and it's a fucking – Exhibition game at that. 
it does the AL have a probably a stronger lineup top to bottom? Yeah, but where is the MLB uh, All Star Game this year? Mm, where is it? Is it? It's in Washington. That's where it is. It's in Washington. What is that? Nationals Park? Yes. I think it's in Dodger Stadium in like two years too. Yeah, it hasn't been here forever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I. I I think the AL will be the favorite in that game, but certainly. Also, everybody pitches a fucking inning, so one guy has a meltdown, you know. Yeah. Some some first time All Star comes out for the AL, gets lit up, boom! You get yourself a ball game. In fact, I'll take the NL this year. Let's do it. All right, you heard it here first. Let's hop into the YouTube questions. Ooh, look at this going back and forth. And, you know, I'm on such an Italian kick these days. We all know I got to go with my boy Joe Lucchini. He said, could T.O. make an NFL team and would anyone want him? Uh, No and no. You've seen this, right? Yeah. He's really trying to make a push. But let's not get to that because he's not going to make it. What's more important about T.O. is I showed Prano this. I matched with the girl on Bumble, and she also matched with T.O. on Bumble, and I sent Prano's pics. So I have, and, and I could for the record, this, this could be a story, let's be honest. I don't know if any of the, the major sports, seriously though, none of the sports news outlets have this. I have pictures of all T.O.'s dating profiles and what he puts on them. And why haven't we already broken that as a dirty sports story? Uh, I don't know. Do I do I want to do I want to put him on blast like that? Is he coming on our show? I've exchanged emails with him in the past. Sounds like a no. But he has not come on the show. Yeah, maybe maybe give him one more shot, and then we. Uh, it seems like a real good seems like a real good four picture tweet uh, that links to the DirtySports.com blog or the show's iTunes. Sure. Or or YouTube, whatever. So you you have no problem with me putting him on blast because I have all the pictures. In fact, I I might even have a few texts. I just said give the man one opportunity and then release the hounds. Okay. And by the way, no. If Des Bryant hasn't been signed, why? How's To getting signed? Is Des Bryant getting signed? No. He's not. You don't think anybody wants to pick him up? I'm just saying he's 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 currently available. Someone will sign him. Right, but I'm saying if somebody was. Desperate for a wide receiver that they were thinking about calling Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Yeah. Then they would have called Des Bryant. Well, let's let's do another call. This is uh this is about your Mets. And I did see this. I don't know if you saw this, but I saw but hopefully you did. Hey Andy and Joe, what's going on? It's uh it's Freezy from Cincy here. I just wanted to see if you guys saw the uh Twitter barbs exchange from Paul LaDuca and one of the Mets beat writers, uh, Anthony DiComo. Uh, DiComo was talking about how uh, the Mets got guys on second and third with nobody out in the inning and then kind of jokingly kind of said, guess if they scored, and, you know, they didn't. So he was kind of, you know, being blunt and tossing some shade at the Mets for not scoring any runs. But anyway, um, Paul LaDuca came after him, uh quoted his tweet and was talking about how, oh, you know, Tacoma played the tuba in high school and it's ridiculous that he can do it or uh, just kind of uh, poke fun at the Mets, I suppose. 
I thought that was kind of a ridiculous jab by LaDuca. Look, I understand Tacoma is not out there playing, but at the same time, I mean, it has nothing to do with it. I think, you know, Tacoma's a beat writer. He's kind of supposed to be honest about the situation, and the Mets honestly kind of stink. So, uh, I just, what did, what do you guys think about the whole thing? Um, uh, condoms are for my own Cincinnati Bengals. Thanks. Uh, so I have the tweets, by the way. I didn't see it. Yeah, I saw it because this is one of those that made news. So I'll just kind of reiterate what Freezy just said. The beat writer, Anthony I mean, I think Deco- I have the gist, but go for it. No, but so he writes that, and, and yeah, LaDuca says, gotta love a beat writer who bashes his team constantly, but played tuba in the high school band. Great work. I agree with LaDuca, honestly, and here's why. In the world of Twitter, uh, the snarkiness that you see coming out of a lot of these beat writers. I, I've, I think I follow Decomo now, but I do a thing with the Mets and the Giants and the Knicks where I just end up rotating which one single beat writer I'm going to follow of each of those teams because they're always these like subtle, like, I'm going to be funny and take shots at the team and get a lot of fucking retweets. And it's like, you're not me. You're not a comedian on Twitter. You're a beat writer. You're getting information that other people don't have. You're there at the ballpark. You're there, whatever. I don't need your fucking snarkiness. Yeah. I need the fucking facts. Stop telling me what you think, especially when you clearly never played. And so your opinion on the situation doesn't fucking matter to me. Tell me what's happening. Quit with the snark and tell me what the fuck is wrong with Noah Syndergaard's finger. What the fuck is wrong with Joanna Cespedes' hamstring? You don't know because you're too busy fucking telling your little fucking jokes on Twitter about what happened in the game that we're all fucking watching. Do your fucking job. I'm sick of the fucking the snarky Twitter beat writer is a, is a loser profession. The, and all of them. The fucking... Decomo, the fucking Frank Isola for the Knicks. I fucking unfollowed that guy forever, and I might fucking punch that dude in the face if I ever see him. It's like you clearly, clearly couldn't hit 10 free throws if you had all fucking day to do it. And you're Mr. Like, man, look what the eh, eh, eh. Like, no, I don't need it. I don't need it. Just tell me what the fuck is happening. I'm not watching the game. Tell me, do you think they scored? How about tell me if they scored? You're a fucking beat writer. That's what I'm. That's why I'm reading your tweets. Did they fucking score? I don't need your goddamn sarcasm. You want sarcasm? Follow a fucking comedian. Fucking the beat, the snark beat writers. It's annoying. We I've said it on this show a lot, and I and I'll say it again because I try to reiterate that this is something that I push for us. I I I tr- I tend to avoid unless it's a real fucking disaster person. Unless it's a real disaster. The the Eddie Currys of the world where you're like, dude, you're fucking talented, but you're a waste of life and a piece of sh- and lazy piece of shit and you're not trying and everybody knows you're not trying. But I don't do a lot of this guy sucks. This guy stinks. This guy can't get done. Because you know what? They're better than me at fucking their job than I am at anything. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback than I am at anything. He's a better quarterback than I am a fucking comedian. Like, I'm not going to go around like, oh, he fucking sucks. Oh, Prano, stop fucking, he fucking stinks. It's like, what the fuck do you, what did any of you do? The Met, 
the fucking worst hitter on the Mets is a better baseball player than Anthony DeComo is a fucking beat writer. Just uh, lose the snarkiness. Yeah, I'd agree with you as far as this whole sarcasm, snarky. Your job again, especially like you said, pre-Twitter when they were just newspaper or online beat writers was to say the facts. That's that's the definition of a beat writer. You're supposed to say the facts. Yeah, no one no one wants sarcasm. I can write a I could do a beat writer's column for the New York Mets right now and be negative about certain guys and be positive about certain guys and tell you the state of the team without taking a fucking jab at anybody. Jose Reyes should be designated for assignment because his statistics are not good. They are not the quality of a big league ball player. Boom. I'm not saying uh, Jose Reyes fucking stinks and this guy, you think he did this? And where is your awareness? I don't know. Do your fucking job. Where is he? Where the fuck is he? Like, I'm sick of the... These guys, they go for the tweet. They go for the retweets. They go to be little online personalities. And to me, they're just keyboard warriors. And then they get all bitchy when an athlete goes, fuck you, I'm not talking to you. Or like, fuck you. Then they're like, we're not going to put you in the Hall of Fame then. Terrell Owens is like, fuck you. I'm not talking to you. And then, well, we'll show you. We'll show you. We we won't vote for you. You're a little snarky little fucking bitches. That's why everybody should come sit right here at the Smut Shack. All the athletes should come sit right down, get a fucking honest opinion from fucking honest sports analysts and experts. Yeah, but hold on a second, Prano. I agree with you, but isn't... Isn't the reason you're mad at Kevin Durant and you call him a little bitch is because of these type of people, these blog boys? No. Kevin Durant was battling fucking fans of the NBA on Twitter. But aren't those the blog boys he was also mad at? I I don't know what the fuck blog boys means. I don't know. I still don't know who the fuck he's talking about. But I assume when he says blog boys, he means like this guy, a beat writer. No. Beat writers, I think he's talking about the fucking, the internet calling him out. Because that's the thing. Here, here's the thing about fucking the beat writers today. They don't have the ball. No beat writers saying Kevin Durant's a fucking pussy for going to the Warriors. They're like snarky little thing about the fucking whatever. You know what I mean? None of them have a balls to fucking call anybody out. Yeah. Like that wasn't even called, do you think they scored? He's saying what he's he's being a little bitch without even fucking saying what he wants to say. The Mets offense fucking stinks. Of course they didn't get him in. Because it's all this, they 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 exist in this fucking gray area. I hate it. I think that they're the I think it's the fucking worst. And when it's going great, everybody's fucking fun and when they're that, then they're taking little fucking jabs. It's like don't fucking do it. You're then you're not a beat writer. Just tell me what the fuck happened. That's why I follow you. Tell me what the fuck happened. Joe Prano hates beat writers. I do. I have always hated fucking beat writers because they're, they're he's at Paul Duca is absolutely fucking right. You played the fucking tuba, dude. You played the tuba. Shut the fuck up. No one needs your opinion. If I want to know how to fucking hit a D note on a fucking giant wind instrument, I'll call you. Until then, report the fucking facts. But but I think that's where the snarkiness probably comes from. You're right. It probably comes from somebody who maybe wasn't in the cool group in high school, and now they have their power 
with their job and their Twitter feed. They're just, and they can take digs. They're just guys with fucking. They're just guys with pitchforks and fucking. You know, stakes on fire. That when the team's not going good, they want to light the flame so that their fucking tweets get retweeted. And when the, and when it's going good, everything's happy and fucking exciting. And they fucking. Go. I I'm pretty sure Anthony Decomo's the guy I find I uh, follow. I've gone through so many. I went through fucking Steve Gelbs and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's always... Yeah, here we go. Every game, he does this. Every game, this. He'll do a recap. The final, the star, the stat, the streak, the record, the emoji... And then sometimes he'll do the go the the goat like who who not the goat like greatest of all time like who fucked up who's on the hook for this game it's like who the fuck are you this guy's on the fucking hook for the game we're fucking saying who's whose fault it was they lost how about everybody since it's a fucking team sport I think we should get a B rider in the smut studio yeah sandwich in between me and Prano I'm forty years old. I never fucking work out. I'll bet you $200 I beat Anthony Tacoma in an arm wrestling match right now. And I'm a fucking <laughs> pussy. Because look at this fucking cheddar dick. Brino wants to arm wrestle this guy now. This is amazing. Let me see. Look that. at this fucking cheddar dick. Yeah, he's a nerd. Of course. Bah, a- do you think they scored? He's a- I don't know. Why don't you fucking tell me? Well, well, look, Jordan- I'm unfollowing him for this. <laughs> You're unfollowed, <laughs> you fucking cheddar dick. Of course he's a nerd. He's a beat writer. I gotta go back to Steve goddamn Gelbs. If, if, if he was anyone interesting, he'd have his podcast. He'd be talking about it. He'd have a radio show. He'd be on Sirius XM. He'd do something. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be sending out tweets if he was anybody interesting. We do have one last question I'll get to because uh, it's, 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 it's from my guy. Uh, from Patrick Hine on YouTube, he said... What should the Reds do with Votto? Should they trade him and get a good amount of prospects from a contender or just let him ride out his career in Cincinnati? Uh, the Reds' front office is a fucking disaster. So I don't trust that trade. Look at, look at the trades they've made. Look at the moves they've made in the last five years. At the same time... Free Joey Votto. I mean, <laughs> out of... You, you, you know, we want to say there's, the, there's out of being a humanitarian... And this is a human crisis. What's going on at the border with families being separated from their kids? You know what is a crisis is that Joey Votto, not only a great all-around baseball player, former MVP, a great all-around human being is stuck in Cincinnati. Great playing in front of six people at Great American Ballpark. Free Joey Votto. Yeah, absolutely. Send him to L.A. Free Joey Votto. You guys want? Do you guys want Joey Votto in LA? Is that is he on the radar? Who's playing first base these days? Is still is, is Bellinger? It's Bellinger. It's a little bit of mix. Yeah, but Bellinger's having a bad year. Yeah, do you free Joey Votto? Let he's got him a big p- contract though. He's got a big one. Hey, Joey Votto's <laughs> welcome in New York anytime. Well, we'll have him. Too bad the fucking, you know, too bad the Mets can't afford him because fucking Bernie Madoff. <laughs> talk about a fucking disaster situation. Sorry, we're still paying people back that lost money in a goddamn pyramid scheme we were involved in. Did you ever watch that movie on uh, HBO? Yeah, it was fantastic. It was great. It's like a high stress movie, though. Why? Because the whole thing just like it's like it's like a curb your enthusiasm without any of the funny. It's just like what the fuck? What is this guy doing? He was just fucking stealing from people. No one fucking figured it out. There is one incredible scene early on, though, when they question his son in the SEC 
questions his son in front of fucking gets him on like on the record. It's fantastic. You guys should watch it. Was that the son who killed himself? Uh, Did, didn't one of his kids kill themselves? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember if it was the one who killed himself or not, but might be. Well, I'll check it out. That is the show. Spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> that is the show. Also, Luke loses his hand in Empire. So, spoilers all over this episode. All right, if we're gonna do spoilers, <laughs> I might as well do one too. Uh, Job of the Hut finger bangs uh, Princess Leia with his tail. So it's more of a tail bang. Because he has fingers, but he didn't use his fingers. He's fail. I don't think he has. Does Job of the Hut have fingers? I should he know this. Arms. Yeah, he kind of does. That's yeah. really. I thought you were Mr. Star Wars. I am, but uh, I, have to, I have to make Ruther take the Star Wars SATs. I was thinking Does about Jabba Hutt have hands. I was thinking about that today, man. I still got to wait till July 11 to get those SAT scores back. Yeah, it's still gonna be a minute. Guys, our hotline is 310-359-8365. Thank you for everybody who watched on YouTube tonight. Love all the live comments, live chat, and uh, all the questions. You guys are the best. And a uh, quick update. Uh, Gino from Reno says, uh, Trevor asked Joe about the care package. Oh, yeah. Sh- oh, fuck. I forgot to shout out. I, I did a quick shout out to Gino before. But uh, Gino came. So he comes to the show last night. And then... After the show, he leaves, and he goes, I got to go back to the car and get this care package. And then me and my girlfriend and the lady Gino was with, Gino's lady, on again, off again lady, who I'm going to marry, by the way. I'm going to marry them. We decided that last night. Like Rappaport married Jesus. I'm going to marry Gino from Reno to his baby mama, maybe in the middle of Lake Tahoe. Uh, Where Fredo was shot? Yeah. Pa- Papa Prano, Padre Prano. Uh, it's going to take care of it. Father No Chill. Um, so he leaves and he comes back with a care package, which is a Miller Lite bucket, like a bucket you'd put like a bunch of them in, filled with all the stuff. I forgot to bring it over tonight because I was in such a rush to get over here with like a like a starting lineup, Michael Jordan figurine, a wolf figurine for the Nevada Wolf Pack, some fucking uh, some koozies, a couple bottle openers, a baseball, Reno Aces baseball, just a fucking treasure trove, a Texas El Paso uh, uh, flask. I meant to bring it over and lay it all out for us, but I'll do it, I'll do it next episode. We got a fantastic care package from Gino from Reno. Amazing. Thank you, Gino from Reno. And uh, thanks to you guys, Dirtballs. Make all this happen. See my boy here. He's leaving me again early in the morning. Yeah. 7 a.m. flight at LAX. I'll be in New York this time tomorrow. 3.30, I think I arrive tomorrow. And a uh, bunch of great shows coming up. I just added, I think I talked about it on the show before, I added a, uh, uh, they're, they're taping a virtual reality show at Gotham on Thursday. So if you want to come to that, I'm pretty sure I have a guest list. Slide into my DMs if, in, if you're in New York. That'll be my tightest TV set of the uh, of the trip, and then uh, JoePano.com for all my other shows. Uh, shout out to all the guys who came up in Tahoe. Uh, hope to see some of you guys uh, on this East Coast trip as well. Followed by uh, my trip up to Washington. So go to JoePano.com and then slide into my DMs, and we'll make sure we get you on a guest list if possible. If not, certainly meet and greets before or after the show. And I want to put it out there again because I've had a few dirtballs DM me. If you guys want to come to a live show at the Smut Studio, like my boy here on my left said, just the crisp $100, crisp $100 bill. $100 bill. It's real simple. 
We don't keep the money. It goes back into the Thust Fund. And you see all these glorious things that you guys have helped contribute to. That Not all- 520s. Not 250s. Not a fucking bunch of change like Ruther pays off his $100. All crisp $100 bill. Doesn't have to be a new 100 Doesn't have to be an old 100 We don't care. Just a crisp hundo. That's right. If it ain't crisp, give it an iron before it comes over. Spray it down with some shout and give it an iron. At Fix Your Life for Joe, at Andy Ruther, at The Dirty Sports, at uh, Trevor underscore Santa Claus, <laughs> at Trevor underscore Nickel. And uh, yeah, guys, we got some great iTunes reviews last week. Thank you. Keep dropping those reviews. If you're a listener of the show, it takes two seconds. Every little bit helps, and we really appreciate it. All right, guys, got to get Prano out of here for his next, next flight. Thanks for listening, and most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>